Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Coming straight into your ears, DJ QD, we're on the Feedback Podcast. What up, everybody? It's back with the Feedback Podcast, where we talk about everything nightlife related. And in this one, I sit down with Sean Harris and Chris Roberts, who are the co-founders of Austin Bus Adventures. And trying to give you some insight on what it's like to rent and ride on the party bus. I've never done it myself, and I think it's a great alternative uh, so that you don't have to drive downtown, drink, and, you know, drunk drive and all that. So uh, this was a good one. It's a long one. I had a lot of questions. Uh, they gave me some really good answers, really good stories, too. So I hope you enjoyed. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. My name is Vac, and today I get to talk to my friend Sean. How you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. No problem. And his business partner, Chris, that I got to meet today. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you, too. So you're uh, Austin Bus Adventures. And I'll tell you, I don't know shit about that. I never, <laughs> I've never rented a bus. I never got on the party bus. But I know it's a big thing, like for proms and bachelorette parties, I assume, right? Yeah. All, yeah. That, all that stuff. So uh, I want to give people, actually, I want you guys to give people some insight on how the whole thing goes, the craziness, the booking process, do's and don'ts and all that stuff. So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I know, I, know, I know Sean for longer, but I just met you, Chris. So what, what, what was it, what's your nightlife experience, I would say, that made you want to do this? Um, I mean, we've been friends for 15 oh, okay. years probably now. Something like that. I mean, we grew up down the street road from each other. So, I mean, we pretty much hung out together or, you know, did, you know, I was more into, I'm more into motorcycles and stuff like that. So I'll do that on my own. But, mm -hmm. and he was going out to the lake more, but that was going out to the lake was one of the things, you know, that people need transportation out there. Yeah. Um, and just being drunk and not wanting to drive. Oh, so what do you, do you used to go out with him all the time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot yeah like 21st birthday he took me out we went to uh took like 23 shots downtown we did that 20, bar crawl 23 down one into sixth street back on the other uh i don't remember the rest of that night got some warrior shit didn't right even there. we weren't even drunk until we had we picked up a six pack of beer on the way to the car and we got a half a beer in and then drunk set in so what was it that made you want to start a bus party bus business well, uh no go uh, ahead well, it started basically uh, when I was in school. It's this is the deep, deep background. But when I was in school, ahead, I would write time. all of these uh, <laughs> business plans and pick them apart and try to find out where they won't work and everything like that. And then uh, I was also producing events at the time. You know, I've been producing events probably since high school. Just you know, small parties, charity events, things like that. Uh -huh. And when I wrote this business plan, it was originally a limo uh, business plan because. And it's not like a noble venture or anything like that. It's specifically because I wanted some. I wanted to be driven around in a limo all the time. That was a dream of yours no. when you were a kid or something? That, that was my dream, like Richie Rich. <laughs> so I wanted to be driven around in a limo and uh, basically rent it out when I wasn't using it. Uh -huh. And then I started researching it and everything. And then I started, you know, sort of getting my business mind into it and that uh, there was a lot of limo companies. There's like 60 limo companies or something like that in the Austin area. Really? There's a lot. A lot. You don't see them. And I mean, I mean, I guess I'm not looking either. But Yeah, and they all look alike. Yeah, true. 
Yeah, and we couldn't compete with someplace like uh, Limos of Austin or R&R or anything like that. But there was only about two party bus companies in town. So I started looking at that and researching that. And uh, I saw that the, the people that were doing it at the time, they're not really in business still, but the people that were doing it at the time when we started four years ago, mm-hmm. I knew that we could do it better. You know, there was uh, a company that just had these black painted school buses and everything like that. And uh, they seem to be making pretty good money because you would see their buses everywhere. And uh, I've Marshall got drunk, drunk chicks. Yeah, hanging out the window because yeah, there's no yeah, AC yeah. and stuff <laughs> like that. So I got a chance to go on one of those buses mm-hmm. and realize that we could definitely do it better. So how did, how did you come in then? Well, we would, we would sit around and just try to figure out something to do that was going to make us money and serve a purpose. And I mean, it was what? two years of us he finally brought the party bus idea to me and said you know i'll book them you keep them running and we'll do that uh-huh. and we talked about it for it was but two two and a half years probably yeah there Total. was a lot of planning that went into it and then just one day he asked me hey you want to go buy a bus i found one on craigslist you found a bus on craigslist yeah, yeah. It was, was it a school bus like a raggedy ass school bus yeah the first th- the first thing i found was a school bus and i knew i wanted to do something different but I knew I had to start somewhere, so we, were, we actually ended up buying this old, raggedy school bus, and it wasn't until Chris drove me around in it, the first time we rode in it, uh, right after I bought it, by the way, um, I was like, I don't think this would work, you know, because it's real bumpy and shaky and stuff. One thing I remember about school buses, I, rode, I used to ride the yellow bus when I came to this country in my senior year in high school. When you sit in the back and the, the bus hits a... A, a speed bump you jump like you oh, yeah. hit you hit the ceiling yeah so it was one of those buses yes it was one of those it's actually a short bus oh great <laughs> yeah propane yeah so it was awesome at the time we thought that was great because it was green you know and everything like that it was sort of a green initiative but before luckily before we spent the 20 grand it takes to build out the inside of a bus the way we like them uh we decided that we wanted to look for something else Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris fixed it up. The bus had a couple issues and everything. Chris is extremely gifted when it comes to electronics and oh, motors. You're the, you're the mechanic. Yeah, when I can be. I mean, it's a lot cheaper for me to do it. Right. Um, so what's your, what's your background? Did you study that? or what? No, I just grew up without, you know, I didn't have money to take my stuff to a mechanic. So it was right. just, here's a wrench, go fix it. You know? Oh, nice. I blew up an engine in my second car. I had to rebuild it. You know, so my grandpa every day would just come walk by and say, you're doing that wrong, you know, and then show me what I was doing wrong or I just would do it wrong and then figure it out. Nice. So that's that's your training pretty much. You didn't. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. I wouldn't know what to do. So you, you get the bus and then he fixes it up. And how, do, how does it look? Is it like all? Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it, it was still a bus. He just fixed the mechanical whatever. You know, it's still a bus. We ended up selling it at a profit, though, which allowed us to put that towards uh, a limo bus that we ended up purchasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sold it to a guy that uh, Chris had to drive it, even before he had his license and everything like that, up to this guy's property for people to live in. People ended up living in that school bus because uh, they were building on his property and stuff like that. And what he's not telling you about the property is it's probably... About a 40-degree angle, and it was all mud. Uh-huh. So I took about 50 tries trying to get up that hill. And I I mean, I was coming down the road at 50 miles an hour, and we ganked the wheel to the left. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Getting a running start and then on, ramping up. And just start going up that hill trying to get up. 
because it was out in Lago Vista and it was cheap land because it was so steep. And finally, I just got it stuck up the hill. And he was like, ah, when it dries out, we'll get it out. That's good enough. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> Wait, so you, you never had an event in that bus, right? You no. were just trying it out. I drove it home and told him, come take a ride. It was so bumpy. And there's no way we would smooth that ride out. I pictured having a drink in there. And then by the time I get to my destination, not even having a sip of that drink, uh-huh. and it's empty. So we wanted to make sure that anything, if we were going to do it better than everybody else, right. we couldn't go the school bus route. We'd have to go the nicer buses that have shocks and AC and you know comfortable seating and everything like that. So what, where, did you have investors? Or did that not all... at first, no. Yeah, at first, I, I, at first I bought the bus. I saved up some money and, and bought the bus. Uh, it wasn't in extremely good shape. Mm-hmm. It was a lot better than that school bus was, but Chris was able to fix that up as well. It actually was sort of built as a party bus. And I had a friend uh, that was in a construction business in Houston, mm-hmm. and we took the bus to him, and he actually built out the inside, changed the uh, structure of the seating, uh, put a bathroom in, because uh, we thought that was really going to help us get a lot more business. To have we'll talk about the bathroom thing later. Because when I saw that on the website, I was like, "Really, a bathroom? Is it like a like on the on the train?" And, and anyway, no. so uh, this, this is mm-hmm. this this was it was interesting to me. So you wanted to do a little more thing, then you bought a first bus. It was whack. Then you bought a new one, and you you pimped that one out. Uh, we had the like structural build. Yeah, was done by somebody else, and yeah, we yeah. did all the finished stuff. So all the paint, all the all the stereo. Uh, well, it already had some, so we mm-hmm. fixed up the stereo, fixed up the lights, fixed up you know painted that kind of stuff on that one. So is that the which one? Is that the Black Beauty mm-hmm. or the? Yeah, that's, that that's the original build out for the Black Beauty. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So basically, so you're the business guy in the company, right? Yeah, that's I, I went to school for business and marketing. And uh, my essentially what I do is I book the trips, I handle uh, customers and uh, contracts, mm-hmm. and you know I put out fires and stuff like that. Um, and Chris is, you know, he's he's the technical guy. He knows the ins and outs of everything and how everything works on that bus. Things that I couldn't even begin to understand. So how did it? Uh So you get the you get the the Black Beauty, which holds 19 people. Correct. Right, 19 people. Who drives it? Uh, I did most of the driving. Did most well, of the at first, my I didn't have the licensing, so I had my sister doing it. Uh huh. And that didn't work out so well. Not necessarily because of well, yeah, she's not very personable. We've had a couple drivers. That's one thing that we learned real quick is we wanted personable, good-looking people that were capable. Oh, you only hire hot people to drive. Uh, yeah, basically. That's not bad. In terms of marketing and stuff, that's, you know. Well, we didn't want our uh, customers, you know, we're the official party bus for the fraternities and sorority at UT, and we didn't want some creep guy that's going to make yeah, the girls feel Yeah, come here, come here, get in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some. Get on that bus, come on. <laughs> You're looking hot in them, in them heels, girl. Come, get on that bus. Yeah, that's exactly what we're trying to avoid. No, you're right. You're right. We've done some social events for people where we're one of the bus companies, that there's there's so many people. Mm -hmm. And you see these old guys, you know, he's bald, got the ponytail, and he's got his, you know, Walmart visor around backwards because that's cool, you know. Uh, And he's in cutoff shorts, you know, and it's, you know, stained down his shirt. And that's just not right. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. So just to recap real quick, you're the tech guy, you're the business guy. Correct. Right. 
So you have two buses right now, the Black Beauty. Mm-hmm. Who came up with that name? How did it? I think yeah, Sean did that one. Yeah, I think it was just because uh, it was black and because it was really good looking. Um, That's all you got to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to say. It's fine. So it has it can hold 19 people. That was the Black Beauty. That was the original build out of the Black Beauty. We actually just recently rebuilt the Black Beauty. Oh, cool. Uh, now it's the Black Beauty 2. It seats 28. We actually, I know you hadn't got to the bathroom part yet, but we took out the bathroom because it didn't really supply us a lot of extra business and uh-huh. it took up a lot of seating. It oh. got used maybe a total of 20 times as an actual restroom. The rest of the time it was for other stuff. Uh, this stuff. Uh, mostly puke. Oh, shit. <laughs> So you have you also have, like champagne room type activities. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, and we'll get to that too. Uh, so you have club lights in there. Uh, what carpeting? What what's uh? What's um, actually, the floors are the same kind of stuff you would coat your garage floor with. Okay. Um, just because it's it's durable and it's easy to clean. And then you have the other one, the wagon one. The party, party wagon. wagon. Party wagon. That's a big one. Yeah, they <laughs> both have club lights, state-of-the-art sound system, really comfortable seating. We have uh, we had our, our seats custom-made for that bus. Uh, what we noticed a lot of people were doing for seating was taking the school bus seats out or whatever and then recovering them mm-hmm. or whatever. We actually had our seats custom-built uh, to, to fit that bus. You know, they're very comfortable and we we spared no expense on that. We spent a lot of money on that build out. Nice, nice, and a lot of effort. There is a video I have of that bus that its first run at eight in the morning. I had to put that thing all the way together. It took me all day, and they went to what was it? Uh, Worst fest. Worst fest. Uh-huh. Yeah, the first run on that bus was a, a booking for a friend of mine that does a Worst fest trip every year, and we were literally like white knuckling it. To finish that bus by the time it, we needed to go pick him up. How did it go? We made it. Nice. Do you remember? Everything worked. <laughs> okay, now I want to hear about your first like booking. <laughs> the Black Beauty one, it was before we had re- we hadn't even really built it out yet. It was still a lot of the original seating. Mm-hmm. So, so it had the bathroom back then too? No, it didn't have the bathroom yet. Okay. It, st- it was just most of it, about three quarters of it was the... Bus seating, like transit bus, just in line, movie theater kind of. Oh, style. okay, gotcha, yeah. And with a just open space where there was a door that used to be for like uh, handicap yeah. access, which ended up being where the girls would dance and then fall because there was nothing to hold them. I figured that out real quick. The first stop I came, I thought I was being real, I put my hand up uh-huh. so I could feel how, you know, didn't matter. They just drunk and stumbled. So what, what was the occasion? What, what was the book for? It, it was Super Bowl, and we were they were going around pre-gaming to go to somewhere and watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up the first time. Three girls, like, fell over. How many people? Uh, there was, I think we had 14 or 15. You oh. know, just as whatever many seats were in there. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we bought this. Let's go take these people out, you know. And, I mean, <laughs> it was just... falling all over the place? Yeah, the ACs, I didn't know what switch was which still. I mean, that thing has had... 50 switches in it and I by at that point knew what five of them did I could open the door and turn on the lights and you know that was about it <laughs> you know so I'm sitting there fumbling with all that trying to get the mirrors right you know and I, I pull up they fall over I'm like oh crap gotta get them up you know take care of them what so what do you do you stop you go back in I mean you're in the front well yeah I just they fell from right you know behind me maybe a foot behind me yeah. into the the stairwell you oh know, shit! They, they took a header, 
and just didn't even think about it. That wasn't a problem that I had thought about yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we think about it now, and there are rails, and there's no way that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually against the law for it to happen. But I mean, even pulling out, some dude just walked right in front of me, and I hit him with my mirror. So the pedicab came out and just banged the side of the bus, and I stopped, uh-huh. thinking, "Oh crap! I just hit something on the first day. This is wonderful." <laughs> and the guy, you know. He's like, you just hit that dude. And I was, well, I was honking at the guy to get out of the way, and he walked towards you, and you turned him away from you, so I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. And I hit my mirror. And this dude, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to have to get in a fight because this guy's kind of, you know, yelling at me. Yeah. And I pull around, and then I don't even know what happened. I think the bus just died for no apparent reason. Was it a long-distance thing? No, or? I just went around the corner to park oh. and wait for him. And the stupid thing just died. And I had to just started guessing. I was like, "All right, let's check fuses." So you get you get control of everything from uh, the the front, mm-hmm. pretty much. And those all things you installed yourself. Um, at that point, all that had been somebody took a lot of time originally with that bus and did a lot of really nice work, and then promptly ran out of money and just started throwing it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I found wire bundles that were held up by actual sticks when I started going through and literally sticks everything. from yeah. a tree. <laughs> Sticks and rope. Damn. So that that was your first one. That was yeah. That was the the very first time that we drove that out. And you were officially you already like Austin Bus Adventures. Yeah, yet? I think we already had the wrap on it. I think that was the first thing, and then we did that. Yeah, because we took it out before we even had the money to build it all the way out, mm-hmm. um, so that we could get our name out there and have people like you know. Because I being a marketing background. I understand that people need a lot of brand recognition. Right. So we did the wrap on the side. That was like the first thing we did. So did you have like a test subjects or something? Say, hey, get on that bus. We're going to take it around just to see what it's like. The or- majority of our first trips were uh, promo events. You know, like we'd go park outside of a bar or take it out for South by Southwest or just oh, have friends on it and stuff uh-huh. like that. We got a large group of friends and, uh, you know, that that's... I'd say probably at least 10% of my business to this day mm-hmm. is just friends of mine that need party buses. You know, that's part of the reason that the party bus deal made so much sense for us is because, you know, every month at least we've got one of our friends that's coming up with a reason to use a party bus. Damn, I, I didn't know it was that big of a of a business. I mean, I see him downtown and, yeah. uh, you know, parking in front of a bar or just driving around the corner and girls screaming and all that, but... Man, I need to try someday. It's actually bigger than I ever would have realized. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two buses, but me having an advertising background, we get more calls than we could possibly do, you know, with just the two buses that we have. We have 10 other buses uh, in and around Austin area that we book out. Um, we take all the calls and, and handle all the customer interaction and stuff like that. And we actually help people that are new in the business that don't have the money to advertise. Mm-hmm. We help them by supplying them uh, trips, provided that their buses are up to our standards. You know, we're not sending people out in school buses and stuff like that. But Unless that's what they want. Unless that's what they specifically ask for. Oh, yeah, that's a good, great idea. <laughs> so how, how, how is it all regulated? Because when I saw, I did a little, I did some homework, and um, you got you to go to the State Department of Transportation to get some kind of code. Well, you have to start with going to the federal department, U.S. Department of Transportation, yeah. U.S. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you got to start with that, and then you got to apply for a motor carrier's license. 
Um, and that's for the state of Texas. That's the Texas DMV, Texas Department of Motor Vehicles. Uh-huh. And then we got to get a Texas DMV number. And uh, besides for all the regular IRS stuff that you have to do with the businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. Texas Department of Motor Vehicles requires us to have a $5 million umbrella insurance policy, uh, which is the part that I didn't know anything about when I decided that this business couldn't fail. Uh-huh. Or the huge state audit we have to have. Before. Yeah, or the, the huge state audit, because there's a lot of, uh, you know, they're really regulatory on this stuff because... You know, we're in big vehicles. We're driving around drunk yeah, people. Exactly. So, and I, and I actually read um, some bunch of some story about some kid who, like, uh, I think it was, it was for prom or something, and he opened the hatch and stuck his head out and hit the overpass or something, and there was mm-hmm. a whole. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That happened in New Jersey, I believe. Yeah. Some and I mean, uh, so how do you how do you handle do you check? IDs of people who come in. I mean, because um, I know people 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 bring their own drinks, right? Yes, for the most part, right? Yes. No, we don't provide the alcohol. That would require a whole another set of licensing from TABC that we knew right away if we weren't going to go into. Uh huh. So it's BYOB. It is legal to drink on the bus. Granted that the the alcohol doesn't go past. Uh, it's called a line of demarcation. Basically, it's right behind my seat, the driver's seat. Uh-huh. The alcohol can't come forward to that unless it's on private property, loading and unloading. Okay. So if you're, you know, if, if I'm in your driveway, you can carry the cup outside, and it's not against the law. Right. But if you're in a parking lot, it's against the law. Downtown, it's against the law. Right. And I mean, the people try to be sneaky and come off that bus and catch. They get caught like, all the time. Like this, this, this is not New Orleans. You can't just yeah. walk out. Well, yeah, and all you have to do is just stay on the bus. Yeah. Drink it. It doesn't matter. You can finish it. I'll wait. It seems like me. they definitely forget about it because they're they're running around. It almost doesn't feel like the bus is really moving. You know, a lot of times we have really good buses, so it's not like they're flying all over the place or every time you hit a bump, jumping up in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and a lot of times they're not even seated. You know, we've yeah, got that's what, that's what I was thinking. You got music bumping, oh, yeah. and girls. You have the the party wagon one has poles in it. Uh, the, now now they both, does now. Yeah, they both. Oh, they both have poles yes. now. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. so I'm sure girls love every, everywhere you go, and it's a bar, or whatever, something that resembles a pole. J- girls would jump on that. Uh, it's usually the biggest guy in the bus is the first. Are you fucking serious? Every time, every single time, it'll be the biggest dude on the bus. We could pretty much bet on that. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know. I would not just uh, as a goof say, "Hey, look, I'm I'm okay with this." Yeah, and I think and part I go, of it, Oh my god, it's so hot! Let me try, and then they just jump on it. The ones in the party wagon are they're they're light up, so the outside's acrylic. They don't realize that there's a steel pole going through the middle of it. Yeah, so they grab it and it kind of moves. So I think part of it's yeah, they want to joke around, plus they want to try to break it, <laughs> which they can't. I mean, it's a big steel bar and the the. Uh, Bases that hold it in, mm-hmm. they're made out of ballistic plastic. They don't break. So, <laughs> nice. that's the biggest know. guy trying to break it. So, how how, how does it work? Uh, you um, say I'm a book. I need a I need a bus for Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got twenty people. Uh, what do I do? What most people do is they go onto Google and search party bus in Austin or Austin party bus. Uh, one of the first things they're going to see is our website. Um, austinbusadventures.com mm-hmm. uh, there is a request a quote form on the website that you can go in and book that's actually the fastest way to do it because we staff the office for people to answer phones during certain hours but if you send a email or request a quote from the website it goes directly to my cell phone which I have on me at all times uh-huh. so the fastest way to get a quote is that way 
Otherwise, you can call the the phone number, which is five one two two three four ride R I D E, and seven four three three seven four three three. So, uh, you know, and then that would go. Occasionally, it's myself. I, for for years, I answered the phone all myself, and now I've got a, a team of people that does the phone answering and the booking and stuff like that for us. Uh, but they're only in the office certain hours. Okay. Uh, so I call in and I say, look, I need a bus. For, well, I would call you personally if it was me. Yeah. But uh, say I don't know you. So I call, I ask a re- for a request. I request a co- quote from the website. And then um, say I need it for Saturday three hours, four hours. Is there like a. Uh, during the weekend, there's a four hour minimum unless it's prom season like right now. Uh, there's a six-hour minimum for all the, the ones that have proms uh-huh. uh, just because a lot of party bus companies rack up the rates. And instead of doing that, we just require that they book our full full asking price plus do a six-hour minimum. And generally, proms don't have an issue with that. We're actually a lot of times lower than some of the companies mm-hmm. um, for these proms and stuff like that. We're not trying to rack anybody through the coals or take them to the cleaners for one trip. We'd rather have the return business. Right. So if I, I'm not going to prom, <laughs> I'm just, I just want to go downtown. Do you pick up people at one place or you go and... So it's not really mileage for us so much. I mean, if we're like with the proms, if I'm going an hour and a half out of town to come get you, that's a different story. I mean, because mm-hmm. that takes, I mean, it's going to take me a long time to get there. So we have to factor that in. But locally, um, it's a time period. So I, as the driver, I'm only really worried about the pickup. And the drop off. Those are my two kind of bookends that are, they have to happen. Oh, I, have, okay. I have to have you picked up at a certain time and I have to have you dropped off and off the bus by a certain time. So oh, go ahead. So in between that, it's like completely up to the customer. Really? So you can, I can have you drive around, you know, for an hour and say, okay, oh, yeah. well, I'll drop us off downtown. Oh, yeah. So go pick up my friend who lives in a domain, my friend who lives. Uh, Wells Branch, my friend who lives in Hyde Park, and then... The smartest people pick bars that are about 45 minutes ap- apart from each other. 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, the, your value is on the bus. The booze is free. And the music's what you want. It's your people. Huh, interesting. Generally, people will get picked up at the same... Just to answer your question, yeah, people I, I will get picked up at the same no, spot. Um, because loading and unloading takes about 15 minutes, whether it's five people or 50 people. So uh, generally, people get picked up at one spot. We have had a situation where we pick up a group of people up north, then a group of people down south, then take them downtown or to New Braunfels or wherever it is that they want to go for uh-huh. you know what they're planning on doing. Uh, but generally, people get picked up at one spot. We take them to a bar or a restaurant, you know, if, wherever they're eating or, or drinking, and then you know they spend a reasonable amount of time there, and then hop back in the bus and we take them somewhere else. Uh, so can I come up with an itinerary and say we're going to go to this place, this bar first, then we're going to West 6th, then we're going to Rainy, then we're going to That's the preferred side. method. Uh, that way, it, especially for the customers, because it gives them an idea of, okay, we got to be back on the bus. Right. People, One thing people always mess up is they don't factor the drive home. So they think, I got you till 2 o'clock, so yeah. we'll leave at 2 o'clock. No, we got to leave so we get you home and off the bus by 2 o'clock. That's good to know. So there's no last call. Because, I mean, well, last call is on, the, is on the bus, actually. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the, anybody answering the phones, like, for instance, when I answer the phones, that's my job as a booking agent to realize that these people may not be factoring that in. So I'm saying, are you wanting to leave the bar 
Are you wanting to be home by two o'clock or you want to leave the bar at two o'clock? Generally, they're like, well, I want to leave the bar at two o'clock. Right. So I, I figure out where they're going. We try to put together as close a, to an itinerary as we can mm-hmm. when uh, they ri- originally book so that there's no surprises for the drivers. It's also more comforting for the customer to have a set plan, you know, so they know that, you know, this is where we're going at what time so that they don't have to worry about planning as they're trying to party and have a good time. Right. That's what we want. We want to get it to where as soon as they get on the bus, they can leave the planning to us. You know, we've already taken care of the planning ahead of time. And and myself and my booking agents also help people with planning. We get a lot of people call from out of town and they don't know where to go. You know, so Ooh. based on how old they are, what they're doing, you know, whether it's a bachelor, bachelorette party, you know, we've we've got all these suggestions, all these trips that we've had a lot of success with. And uh, oh yeah, set trips. Like yes, let's yes, say you had like templates for okay. This yeah. is a bachelorette. This is a prom. This is a, a I don't know, dudes uh, a party on a Saturday, and then you just customize those quote unquote templates based yeah. on what they. Oh okay. So how do you find out what's going on then? Do you do your own, somebody does research for you? Well, we're from Austin. Myself and my booking agents are all from Austin, so we know what bars are good for groups. We know, you know, if this is a good candidate to suggest a wine tour or a brewery tour, uh, and based on their age is a lot of times what we use to uh, figure out where they're going to go. Okay, but do you... Um, uh, shit, forgot my question. So people come in, they bring their own drinks, mm-hmm. own bottles, whatever they want. Legally, they have to. Yeah, they have to supply it. It's like a limo. If you think about what you can do on a limo, It's virtually the same thing. I've been on, in a limo in years. I need to get back to that. There, was, there, there used to be a limo that used to drive downtown and pick up people at 2 a.m. hoping that they would hook up on the back of his limo. <laughs> Seriously, he did that. That's all he would do. He would only pick up groups of girls with maybe a couple of groups, mostly, mostly girls in the group. And just like hoping that, hey, you don't have to tip me if you do something on my, in my limo. That's a yeah. lot of effort. Yeah, well, that, that's all he did. That's all he did all weekend long. I'm sure, he had a good impression too. Oh yeah, yeah. Try get on my limo. <laughs> just grabbing people for shovels, and they never wanted to pay. They always wanted to pay me like in weed or whatnot. And it's like, uh, I drive a party bus. I have to take a UA. You know, yeah, it's, right. It's not gonna help me. So if if people bring people bring their own stuff, I mean, cups, ice, all of that. That's on. Yes, you. If you request it ahead of time, I, I've plenty of times have bought a cooler. Put ice in it. Mm-hmm. Had the cups ready to go. Uh, if it's not alcoholic and it's not perishable, mm-hmm. I, those are the things we usually mess with because I don't want to be responsible for your food because I don't know your food allergies. I don't know, your, you know. I can bring food too. Oh yeah. Um, can I have a whole dinner in the in the bus. Oh yeah. Um, a lot of the bachelor parties, they're way out at the lake. They'll come in and stop at Franklin's or something like that, pick up barbecue, and then you know head somewhere else. Oh, cool. And, I mean, the only thing we frown on a lot, of, for the most part, is just glass, just for everybody's safety. Yeah. I mean, if you can't help it because you need champagne, that's fine. But mm-hmm. just don't leave it sitting out to where it's going to fall on the ground kind of thing. Do you have tables set up? or like? Uh, uh, we have cup holders in, okay. all our, in all the buses. The, we used to have tables in the other one, but they just ended up becoming seats and being broken. Yeah, so. and people stand for the most part. You don't want to take any of that room. So yeah. are you checking IDs, too? Uh, it depends on the party. Um, if it, if it's a bachelor party where I know the average age is 27, I'm not so worried about it. Yeah. If it's a college, like a college formal, uh-huh. um, one, it's in the contract. 
that anybody that's underage, they've got to sign that they're underage, and it they're they're responsible for that. And I will check if I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, proms, it's automatic. They, yeah, they void their contract if they drink. I mean, it's we're done. I can legally and contractually just take them home. Okay. Yeah, our contract says that they can't do anything illegal, and it even goes in depth in saying you know if they're under twenty one, they can't be drinking. Uh, if they decide to do that, they're in breach of our contract. But, uh, you know, we're also not the police. So it's it's the person who signs that contract is responsible for making sure that all of our obligations are fulfilled mm-hmm. as well as uh, legal, you know, obligations, you know, just to make sure that uh, we aren't liable for that. You really are. He really talks like a business person, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so, Okay. So while while you dropping you dropping people off at a bar, you just sit there. Uh, I usually I by now I have you know a hundred different places I know where to park. You know that I can just sit and be out of the way, and you know I'm on my iPad or you know listening to podcasts or getting dinner or you know running home. Mm-hmm. You know if I have enough a big enough time, I'll just go home. You know go watch a movie, take a nap, eat. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you ever get to? Do you ever get to park the car and then just to park generally? It? Once that bus starts for a trip, it doesn't get shut off until it gets back to the shop. Oh, okay. Uh, one because it's just you never know when you're going to have to turn everything back on and go get them. Right. Um, we do have a lot of hey, can you come back? We forgot this. Hey, this person doesn't want to be here. Can they come get on the bus? And you know, on and on. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know. Two, sometimes things go wrong. If you turn them off, they don't turn back on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we generally just keep them on. Uh, it's those things in in the summer. They're black. You turn the ACs off, they immediately get hot again. So I mean, it's just wasted energy. It's mm-hmm. actually cheaper to keep it running for the sake of the AC. So you ever had people just ride the whole night and not even stop? Uh, for the so let's take a trip to uh, to San Antonio and just come back just for the trip. Uh, I've had, I'm just I'm just I'm just. I've taken people shit. for like a show that's in San Antonio, uh-huh. and yeah, it was an hour and a half there. They spent an hour there and an hour and a half back, and they partied. <laughs> they partied hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been, I've been driving when I'd had groups in, and they were supposed to be at one location. They were all supposed to meet at this one location, but they were having so much fun in the bus. They asked me to just circle the town, so I would just take. Loop 360 or Mopac, and then come back on uh, uh, I-35 and just I don't know make three or four loops around town. Uh, but you know they can do pretty much. Our, we let our customers do anything they want to, provided it's not illegal and it fits in the time uh, that they booked us. And I'm learning a lot, man. This yeah, I have different. like a 15-minute loop downtown, a 10-minute loop uh-huh. that I can do down. You know, I have a late-night Friday loop. I just things I have a little place I can go to kill. You know, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. You know, and you and you said you have like special places where you can park downtown with all the closures. Yeah, and I've got a couple spots that I, I know where I can park. Um, we get a lot of leadway with parking. Uh, or we get a the easy button, the hazards. Yeah, and we can park as long as we're not blocking stuff. We usually can park just about anywhere as long as we're not in the way. They'll leave us alone. Um, especially if I'm in it because I'm mm-hmm. in the bus. As soon as the customer comes on there, nobody else but their party or me will be on that bus. So oh, you, you can't. Can, so everybody that comes on, you get. You have to make sure you bring everybody back. Uh, we try to. Yeah. So twenty people. Twenty people come on. Twenty people. You're driving off twenty people at home that night, or is it like, hey, I met this chick. 
and I want to take her home, can she get on the bus? Does that um, on a booked trip? Mm-hmm. As long as you're not going over my max limit of people, because each bus has a, a legal max limit. Right. I don't care if you add people. That's up to you. But do they have to sign to before they get on? No. They don't? No. I mean, that starts adding into me kind of on the fly, having to keep track of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, generally, it's a I have them grab a head count at the beginning just so they don't lose people. Right. Especially with the proms and stuff like that. I'll actually do a head count myself because the parents are going to kill me yeah, that's if true. I don't bring their kid back. But we have people just bail all the time. Really? Uh, yeah. On my shuttle that I run for Riata... If I get half the people mm-hmm. that I took down there back on the bus and taking them home, I'm surprised. <laughs> they just give up and go take a cab home. Well, not everybody can make it till 2.15 in the morning. Plus, you know, these are all young, professional, beautiful people. And uh, why wouldn't somebody give, offer them a ride home, you know? Yeah, but I mean, I think it's a, it's a good deal. It's like, you know, I, am, I get to drink and um, I'm not driving. I get dropped off at the bar. I don't need to park nowhere. I get that, I get dropped off right in front of it, for the most part, right? Yeah. Yeah, right in front, go in, have some, have some fun, pay for drinks, which is stupid because it's free on the bus. <laughs> and, then, and then pick up a chick or whatever and say, hey, I have a bus waiting outside. Just get back on the bus and done. Yeah, we've had bachelor parties that have specifically bought the bigger bus so that they could, you know. Uh, bring pe- bring more people? Yeah, either sure. people they meet downtown or strippers or whatever. But the person that books the bus, we have a thorough contract and waiver. So the person that books the bus uh, basically signs liability for anybody he's going to be inviting on the bus. So he he has to be there. There's like one person at least that like has to come back. That's or... the one person we do not leave. Okay. It's the person that signed that contract. You have had to go and find him? Oh, yeah. I've inadvertently left him before and... Had to go back and get them, or they've told me, "Hey, I'm not coming back. This guy's now in charge." Oh, okay. With the big, especially the bigger groups, I have, you know, that's the guy that paid me. You know, so because everybody wants to change the music, everybody wants to tell you where to go. Yeah. And I, I asked the guy that whose name's on the contract, give me one other person that I listen to, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be y'all two. So I'm going to send everybody back to you. You know. We sort of team up with the person that books the bus because they're generally the party planner of the group anyway. Right, right, right. And um, if it's um, if it's a theme party, do you get to decorate the the yeah, bus however you want? Oh yeah, people decorate them for uh, baby showers, wedding showers, birthdays, fortieth birthdays specifically. Yeah, that one's pretty big. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what? Over the hill, black stuff, streamers, or ah. balloons and things like that. For 40? Yeah, over the hill parties. I don't know what that is. Okay, well, we've even done 60 year old birthday parties. Uh, we've Sometimes when we take it tailgating or take it to Kyle Field for a game or something like that, people ask if they can get on earlier and decorate it. Uh, you know, as long as it fits within the time, again, we let our customers do anything they want. And it's not permanently destructive. Yeah. yeah. So, I, also, I think the, I'm surprised I haven't asked this earlier the music, who's in charge? Uh, technically, the customer. Um, they, uh, we have like Pandora, we have a pro Pandora account, so I can put that on and just let it play. Mm-hmm. And they, a lot of people let that happen until they get drunk and they want another song. And then they put their Pandora on that has ads. And I'm like, <laughs> I have Pandora with no God, ads. That'd be annoying as hell. <laughs> um, just search for the station, you know, and they're just, no, I got it on my phone. And then two songs later, here comes an ad, you know, and they're like stupid ads. <laughs> 
Uh, most of the time, it's just an iPhone, your smartphone. Plug it into the aux cable, you're good to go. You can burn your own CD, bring a thumb drive. Usually with the thumb drives, people don't know how to do it right, so it's not set up correctly, so I don't recommend it unless you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so most of you can get the most music out of them. But usually it's just a cell phone, iPad, I, you know, iPod. And, and uh, you ever had people just like, oh, no, I have played my song, and no, no, play my oh, shit. Yeah, the, the proms are horrible. They never get through a whole song. It's just endless coming up and changing it. It's the same thing with the sorority and, and fraternity parties. Everybody wants to hear their own thing, so they're always fighting over the radio and stuff. But, you know, it's, that's between them. Uh, in the contract, we tell them to bring it, bring these are the devices that you can play music out of. Yeah. You know, so we tell them to bring a thumb drive or a CD, or nowadays it's usually just a, a playlist or whatever. But, you know, we'll let them argue amongst themselves on what to play. Uh, we we just end up hearing the same song over and over every night. Yeah, you gotta be you gotta get sick of all that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kesha I had a, and all I had a their their song they were singing was a uh, what's it Katy Perry song. I heard it literally twelve times in four hours. See, I would have pulled off. I would <laughs> pulled over. You get or in, just run over run over a cliff or something. That's uh. you just get into a spot. You know, like the flashing lights don't bother me. Occasionally, I think I'm getting pulled over, but then I realize I don't have a rearview mirror. You know, there's like, yeah. not there. It's my lights. You know, it took me a while to get used to that. Uh-huh. That, okay, that's my lights. Never mind. But it, nowadays, I don't even think about it. I don't see the lights. And I mean, the music, if I want to, I just drown it out. There's- Last year, the fraternity song was Rack City Bitch. So they played that on repeat oh for gosh. minimum an hour on the way to dinner. So that song already repeats. Rack City Bitch, Rack Rack City Bitch, yeah, Rack City not, Bitch, Rack, not Rack City it, yeah. Bitch. Yeah, so they, they busted that song on repeat for probably an hour. I kind of wanted to blow my brains out. So you're the only two drivers? Uh, no. Um, I'm the prime. do most of the driving. Uh, yeah. And we have another uh, driver that drives quite a bit for us. Oh. He used to. He doesn't do it anymore. For the first year... I did all the booking, and Chris and I drove for free for you know because we were we're small business. Yeah. We started from uh, humble beginnings, as I like to say, and uh, we started <laughs> with like a bus and a dream. Lingo, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Chris and I drove for free for a year, just trying to get enough money to uh, to make sure that we could be a profitable company. And uh, I mean, I'd say it's paid off because we are currently a profitable company. We employ nice. we employ After about six years? drivers total. Um, I've got two people that answer phones. This is a this is our fourth year in business. Bravo! And it never stops. <laughs> do I mean so? Do you have um, people get the basically a nightclubs on on a nightclub on wheels? Yes, pretty exactly. Much. So I would assume the same shit you see happening at nightclubs happen would happen on the bus and worse because it's private. Exactly. Yeah, the windows and, are tinted. Yeah, so. Fights, drunk people, people falling over, people throwing up. Uh, throw up and fights, that'll end the night real quick. Um, the fights, definitely. I mean, I'll pretty much turn the music off, tell you to stop. And if you start back up again, I'm pulling the bus over just like your dad. Uh-huh. And, Take him home? Uh, no, I just pull the bus over to the next safest spot, somewhere that I can just stop. Uh-huh. And I get up, I tell them to stop, they don't stop. I try to. I take them off the bus. If they don't let me take them off the bus, I call the cops. The cops come take them off the bus. They go to jail. I can't tell her. I can't have fights. It's pretty rare, though. It. It's. I don't know. You put alcohol in. It gets close. I mean, I, I would assume. 
it gets close, but once you, you pretty much make the point that I don't care who started it, I'm talking about everybody involved right now, uh-huh. if this happens again, you're all off the bus. Because it doesn't take anything for the fight to spill over into the driver's cab, and then I wreck. Yeah, exactly. And if I wreck, I've, with our big bus, that's almost 50 people that could potentially die. And you're in a like, secure area? Uh, like nobody, nobody, can, you can't, nobody can throw a cup at you or something like that? Uh, no. They, I mean, they could try really hard and get the right angle, yeah. But I have, you know, there's a, on the big bus, there's, I guess, like a city bus. On the little bus, there's a, uh, like a uh, leather curtain okay. behind me. Uh-huh. And it's basically so I don't see all the flashes from cameras and all that and to give a little bit of separation, okay. to give an actual visual line. It's not so much for protection because I generally don't need it. Um, hey, yeah, I have to go back there and whoop some ass. Uh, I've only, I've had, I tried to choke one dude out. I just had to grab him and drag him off the bus. <laughs> and I've had to, you know, get in people's face. Yeah, I've had to grab a hold of them. And, you know, I don't want to. Yeah, of course but, not. I mean, when they start wrestling, you know, there's a pushing and shoving and they're starting to bowl people over. Uh-huh. If I can feel it, you know, and then from the driver's cab, uh, then I got to stop you because you, that's affecting me. Right. You right. know, usually we, with the prices that we have, you know, we're not the cheapest party bus out there. You know, we are one of the nicest. Mm-hmm. So uh, generally with the price, it kind of weeds out some of the riffraff. And, and, and in addition to that, people, especially the person that signs the contract, has a reason to keep them from fighting because right, right. if we end your trip because of something like that, you're in breach of contract, you, you've lost out on quite a bit of money and probably a good time. And most likely you're going to break something and start breaking things, then I start charging you. And my time is very expensive when it comes to fixing broken things because you were too drunk. Right. <laughs> so what about the, um, you know, people, people getting sick? Uh, uh, well, well, first of all, when the, when the bus moves, you, do you feel it? On the bus, are you spilling your drink all over the place? It gets slippery or? Spilling, not usually. Um, downtown's about the only time you really know you're on the bus because of the condition of the roads. Yeah, that's true. And just idiots. They either pull in front of you. They walk in front of you. I mean, I've been going down the road at 30 miles an hour and just a group of dudes walked right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that thing at 50 miles an hour, my big bus takes three football fields to stop. And a pedicab will just turn right in front of me. Right. And I mean, I I can't stop. So overall, it is pretty stable. Yeah, when you go down the highway, you really don't notice it. Uh-huh. You'll lose track. You'll forget you're in a vehicle. That's the whole reason that people walk outside with drinks. They they thought they were in a club this whole time, and they don't really feel like they've moved. You know, once they get on, it's it's pretty stable. The only people that a lot of people with car sick say, "I got to look out the front window," and then they're the ones that notice things. And if you just because the seating goes along the side of the bus. You're staring at each other. Right. Um, the windows are tinted, so you don't really notice. You can't open them either. Uh, no. I mean, I have upper windows on my smaller bus that are just vent windows, but I prefer yeah. people not open them mm-hmm. because if you stick your hand out, that's illegal. Right. And people will stick things out, try to pee out of you know. I just, <laughs> mostly they'll try to puke out of it, and I just don't want them doing that. Yeah. And we charge the heck out of them if they get sick. So generally, people have a financial uh, incentive not to. I mean, people. I mean, you took away the bathroom. So. Well, I also have, you know, in my big bus, I've got a uh, trash bag up front and a trash can in the back. And I also, Chris, pull over. I'm going to be sick. Mm-hmm. 
I'll pull directly over, open the door, and you can go be as sick as you want, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, people yeah, do it, forget that, you know, because they're not driving, they just get obliterated. Yeah, of course. So that, that that's why I'm, ask, I'm asking all these questions because it's, uh, you know, you don't, yeah, you don't realize that you're on a moving vehicle. You're, you know, you're drinking, having a good time, and all of a sudden you, you hit a speed bump and someone pulls in front of you, or and then all of a sudden you get, you know. Yeah, I mean, it usually doesn't, usually not catastrophic. It's, uh, you know, whoa, and they laugh about it. Yeah. I mean, I've had some situations to where I've had to immediately stop, but the first thing out of my mouth is, hold on, guys. You know, as soon as I know I'm going to have to hit that brake hard, it's, hold on, guys. <laughs> and you have, like, stuff to hold on to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The handrail, stripper pole, or if you just sit down, you know, you're usually all right. You're just going to, you know, yeah. bump into your buddy, and that's about it. Um, the guys that are mostly affected is they're coming up to, and they're trying to just sit up and talk to me and mess with the radio <laughs> uh-huh. and I can't really have them up there. I don't care if you come up there and change the radio, but it, you can't stand up there and just chill. That's not where you belong. You right. Know? Right. So those guys are usually the only ones that are really affected. If you're standing up when I, you know, start and take off, um, and you don't know I'm going to start and take off because you're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. That can, you know, cause people to fall. Most of the time, people fall. It's just because they weren't, they didn't listen to me. Because every time I pull off, it's all right, guys. Here we go. And yeah, you have a mic or something. You no, see- you can hear me. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's. In case you can't notice, he's actually pretty loud. <laughs> It'd be funny if you had like a whole like you're a, uh, like an MC. Like, all right, everybody, welcome to the bus. Uh, I I do. Oh, you before, before the trips, I mean, if it's a small little intimate trip and they're all, you know, 35 and up, I, I go over a few simple text dot rules. Yeah. like Which, don't, no alcohol behind this, yeah. past this line, don't stand in my stairwells while we're moving, don't stick anything out of the bus, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, with my sh- the shuttle I do for Riata, it's a whole speech. They make fun of me. The guys that are my regulars, they start, you know, they start repeating, mocking, you know, kind of just <laughs> going with it. And I tried to change it up, but, you know, I just... Say it, you know. It's I got to get this out. Yeah, it's like when you when you get on the boat, same thing on mm-hmm. the lake. They have to go through all the all the Safety rules. And all yeah, that yeah, stuff. yeah. No number twos and all that stuff. Yeah, and with the proms, I you know <coughs> I take I get two people to volunteer to give me to take my number and I take their number. I get a head count. You know, I go over the rules with them and that kind of stuff. And uh, usually, I got to deal with them. I've got to go over some safety stuff with the parents just because they're asking questions. Yeah, you know? of course. And they're nervous. Because they don't know what's going to happen, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, usually it's, do they have to listen to me? And I don't know why a parent would ask me that question. It's like, well, it's your kid. Do they listen to adults? I mean, <laughs> you know this better than I do. Yeah, but your their life is in your hand, pretty much. Yeah, and, I mean, we take that seriously. Yeah. You know? and, uh, but I also tell them, we're not chaperones. Yeah. You know what I mean? If your kids need a chaperone, you need to be here. You know what I mean? You guys signed a waiver saying that, uh, you know, the kids are going to behave. They're not going to do anything they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. We're just transportation. But, you know, uh, occasionally we will have to say we're not it's not the school bus where we're talking about, hey, sit down back there. You know, any of that yeah, stuff. We yeah. kind of kind of let them let them kind of do their thing. We just expect them to behave as adults. So you, you ever had uh, like some kind of security or someone uh, in the We've back? had to bring uh, usually it's just an extra driver. It comes on and just sits. Just sits there and... Yeah. Uh, If it's a big frat event, we'll seriously consider bringing an extra person just to be there. (laughs) Because usually all it takes is just you kind of... You're hurting cats. 
You know, it's like those cars at the, you know, at the amusement parks. You just got to keep them on the rails. You yeah. Know? And once they get over here, you just kind of bump them. Yeah. You know, and it's, hey, you can't, come on, can't sit in the stairwell. I got to have you move. You know, you, you know, you can't drink up here. You can't take the beer outside, you know, and just reminding them. And they're usually pretty cool about it. Most people are like, oh, man, sorry. And then they're right back to having a good time. Occasionally, you do get that just angry, drunk guy. I, I've almost had to kick the bachelor off the bus. You really? Know? Yeah. He started, sat down in my stairwell and started kicking my door. He wanted to kick it open. And I was like, look, I'll stop and leave it, let it open for you, but that's it. You ain't getting back on. So they had to pick him up, you know, and take care of him. Damn. So what are... I'm sure you get uh, some crazy stuff happening on the bus. Uh, what are some of the crazy stuff that uh, that you've seen, or even when you're cleaning up afterwards? <laughs> well, uh, the bachelorette parties. Um, I don't know where they came up with all these things and stuff like that. I couldn't imagine a bachelor walking around with uh, giant inflatable vaginas or anything like that. But um, the craziest thing is they've got these little straws with dicks on the end. And uh, when we have a bachelorette party, those will be all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Every girl's got like a dick straw. And then, Woo! yeah, and then we would clean it up. It's like, uh, you know, I guess all the girls forgot their dick straws or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that's, I mean, it's funny. You know what I mean? It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky that, you know, when I said that we let our customers do whatever they want within reason, uh, and we do sanitize. But, uh, yeah, that was my next question. I've been, <laughs> I've been lucky enough not to find any like, you know, used, uh, apparatuses or you know, anything crazy like oh, that. Oh, they've skipped even using the apparatuses before, but, um, wait, yeah, you had people actually fuck on it. In the, on the oh bus? yeah, I have. <laughs> you fucked on the bus? Yeah. The first trip I was a passenger. Nice. We actually, yeah, this isn't something I talked about when I was on 101X, but yeah, that was the, the Go first ahead, trip. Go ahead. I'm on 101X. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The first trip, uh, we had an orgy. And, uh, You're n- I mean, not us, like it was, it just happened. And he, 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 he was in it. He, he, he's all proud. Uh, yeah. Look at him. He's all smiling. He, he participated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, anything kind of goes on the bus, but I do want to reiterate that we said, well, hold on, hold on. Was it planned? No, not at all. And what? You just got on it, but got fucked him. And one, no, couple one, started- one of my buddies met up with us and he met up with these chicks and he brought them on the bus. And next thing I know, they're naked. And I was like, well, I guess I can be naked too. Wait, so they come on, they come on, how many people? Uh, what was it? Four? I don't know, like four, five, six. Four, five. Oh, five, of like six. six, five, six people. Yeah, yeah. not like a 20 person. Oh. We, we had been like, it's group sex, whole... it's not orgy. It's different. Well, okay, well, <laughs> I'm kidding. We did have the a pimps and hoes party, which uh, actually it was, uh, it was, they were all dressed, I don't remember the, the theme exactly, but it was Hugh Hefner and Playboy Bunny. So all the guys were in smoking jackets, all the girls were dressed in hot lingerie and stuff. We took them out all night, and at the end of the night, they just wanted to keep driving. And we have a curtain, you know what I mean? But you can still tell kind of what's going on back there. But, I mean, it, that's that's a great way to get your money's worth out of a party bus, I think. It's like after party on wheels. Carnival, it happens quite a bit because everybody's half naked. Can you go Can you go past, uh, so you can go past two. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I can I can I can rent you from like twelve to four in the morning. Mm-hmm. You could. Yeah, the strip clubs don't close till three. That's true. So huh. yeah, it's just when it's not that we have to be back at two, but if somebody's planning a trip and they want their trip to end at two because that's the most that they want to pay for. Yeah, we got to get them back and, and dropped off by two. But uh-huh. 
uh, they can they can after party and drink and all that stuff on the way to the bus because they bought the alcohol prior to you know two o'clock, and we're not a bar, so we're not TABC licensed or uh, regulated at all. Right, so I can go I can go party all night and have you guys come pick us up at two o'clock for an after party. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, with certain differences, it's pretty much considered like an RV. It's it's your home inside of there. It's the same yeah, yeah, rules. Yeah. Uh-huh. So as long as that alcohol doesn't leave that bus in public, mm-hmm. it's totally legal. You can't come past the line of demarcation and it can't come right. out in public, but. Right. Completely legal. There's no two o'clock. There's no any of that. Man, you give me ideas now. <laughs> well, essentially, we're a pre-party on the way downtown, so you guys don't have to drive. You don't have to park. You don't have to do anything like that. Uh-huh. And then we're a post-party, after-party, all the way to your your house, you know, and you can get back safe and sound. And that's that's something that we're big on, you know, people being safe. There's way too many that too many people that uh, I don't know if you saw the thing on the news now the taxis are refusing to, yeah, to take yeah. drunk people home and, today, yeah. yeah things like that so that's A that's ridiculous B if I've been downtown at 2 o'clock trying to call a taxi I just have to either wait on hold or get a busy signal mm-hmm. It's and, and public transportation in Austin is, is definitely lacking I think that it they really sucks. They do did. a lot more well and they're that. drunk too they think I'm a city bus I've had I can't count the number of people who have come up and handed me a bus pass and said, uh, you're here. And I'm like, I'm not a city bus, man. I know I'm sitting at a bus stop right now, but I'm not a city bus. Oh, you're not? Well, I mean, it's the it, last time you saw LED lights on a city bus. Yeah, right. And bumping music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's dope. But I mean, it's true. I mean, Austin sucks as far as uh, public transportation. They're trying to accommodate for all the people moving in, but they're really slow at it. And you still, um, you still have people every day, you know, getting DWIs and... And drunk driving and all that crazy shit. And uh, oh, I, I mean, I have to call on people constantly. I mean, it it's insane how many people I've you know, and I don't try to be a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, you get three strikes. If you can stay in the lane, mm-hmm. you can move a little as long as you stay in that lane. But you cross that line three times, I'm calling the cops on you. And it's freaked them out because here's this huge party bus because I'm going home. Yeah, you know, and it's three thirty four in the morning. And I mean, you'd rather almost hit me. Or, I mean, I, I've driven past a guy on 35 right after 71. He, he stopped his car, lent the seat back, and fell asleep. Went to on sleep the highway? On purpose. On yeah, the highway. in the fast lane. He thought he was in the shoulder, I guess. I mean, he literally stopped, took his seatbelt off, and put the seat back. Fuck. And this is after I just called on it. I mean, this was three exits down from where I started the chase to follow the guy, but another vehicle yeah. picked it up and just followed him. Because the guy just, I mean... He couldn't make it 100 feet without going through all three lanes, just all over the place. It's painfully obvious when people are driving drunk. Oh, yeah. I mean, you the, know, the cops are picking there. up people in droves, like that, that West 6 uh, towards Mopac. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think... Uh, oh, there's a wreck there at least once a month. Somebody oh, yeah, yeah, flips yeah. their car. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, uh, the fact that you guys are doing something about it, even though you say it was a noble thing when you started it, which is fine, but you're still, you know, making a difference in... in uh, when I've been berated by, like, security cops that are, you know, off-duty cops that are at, like, a formal event uh-huh. because my bus is full of drunk people. And they're like, you know, I know this is just a job for you and this is you're making money, but you look what you just left us with. And I was like, yeah, but these, those 50 kids who live down in campus mm-hmm. would have drove here if they didn't take this bus. Right. They're not going to take a cab both ways. So c- cops cannot come up and start checking people or anything um, on the bus? If It's like they have to have probable cause. 
mm -hmm. get past my line of demarcation, you have to have probable cause, which can be you're in a wheel well, you've thrown something out the window, or he can obviously see you doing something stupid. Right. But in general, they, it's not a, hey, I can come right on. Unless they have, they have to have a reason. Now they can come in my cab. I I have no con I have to consent. I don't have any choice. Right. It's part of my licensing. Well, they kind of like what we're doing. You know, we're it's almost like we're on the same team because they don't want to have to go clean up after a drunk driving accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just uh, they pull people over for drink driving. We we're kind of uh, the the assistants beforehand. They care mostly about do you have is your bus working and do you have your insurance because you there's. A lot of these companies just don't have the insurance. Cause it, yeah, I read about that too. The, these, it's uh, expensive. Yeah, it's we spend more on insurance than anything else. Yeah, more than gas, more than anything, insurance. Shit. Yeah, and in, it's good. It's good business to be in, especially in a city like this. But yeah, you gotta you gotta cover your ass because well, people. We were surprised with the audit. We were the first ones to make it the first time. We were the only people that passed the state's audit on the first time around. But that's also because I'm sort of anal about that kind of stuff. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is not uh, just nothing to play with. And I, like I said, I, I saw a bunch of, uh, there was a bunch of uh, um, stories about, you know, the party bus, is it safe? And da 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 da. And are, uh, the kids are out of control and they're opening the windows and putting their hands out. And some, gir some girl opened the back door and then she just fell on the fell on the road i mean crazy shit like that and i mean you gotta have all that stuff oh they locked. do it they open my you know they try to open my exits and i have to stop and you know shut that that when something goes wrong mm -hmm. that's when you open it it's not because you have to puke yeah because they what they don't realize is that things only held in they they think it's hinged and it's not it's it's made to pop out when something goes bad right and it will fall and it's a hundred piece pound piece of glass that thing's not going to be nice to you when it does so i have to you know stop the bus and and I know it when it happens, you know, whether I get a, you know, a light comes on or usually it's just, I feel the wind and I can, I can feel it swinging, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm like, oh, shut the window, you know? Yeah. We, and those windows are there for emergency exits. So I have no idea what's going through these drunk people's minds while they're trying to break out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> Nothing. Just alcohol. Four times through their mind. They're just beating on it and they, they can't kick my door open really you can kick the glass out of it but yeah. you're not, you know one of them's pneumatic the other's electric uh -huh. they're not you know they don't just come open but they'll try they'll give it a shot shit all right I, i'm always we went through a bunch of uh i guess do's and don'ts uh what are some of the pet peeves uh my biggest one is glitter <laughs> i hate glitter <laughs> i hate it it sucks to ride to clean isn't it oh it's worse than sand at the beach I mean, if you ever wanted to hold something together, a combination of glitter, water, or beer, and uh, what do you call those? Feather boas. Those things are really, really hard to clean up when they're wet. My sister-in-law <laughs> booked it for her bassinet, and they had bright pink boas, feather boas. I, for, it had to be about eight months. Every mm -hmm. trip I'd go to clean up, there'd be some piece. And I'd just cleaned that dang thing the time before, and there was no feather boa in here. Mm -hmm. There's another piece. I my clothes this time of year my clothes just all my clothes end up with glitter on them. I don't know how, but from the prompts, it, flo it floats in the air. I think it travels. <laughs> well, it sticks <laughs> to everything when it's wet. Yeah, when you're trying to clean it up, it won't move. It'll just <laughs> stay there. But then all of a sudden, it decides to grow legs, and it's all in my house. Which which uh, uh, groups you think are more uh, more fun? Bachelorette proms, bachelor fried fried people. Uh, usually 
Like uh, your favorite to handle. That's like, you know, it's going to be smooth and it's going to be fun and going to be no beef, nothing. Uh, usually like a late 20s bachelor party is about going to be the best. You know, they've, they've got their, they're out of college. They've got a job. They're, you know, they're planning a big weekend for their friend that they've had for, you know, 15 years. Right. So they've usually got everything planned out. And the worst that's going to happen is they're going to bail on part of the plan and just go home. You know, the, the worst, uh, usually that same age group, but women. Because there's oh. always at least one pregnant one. And then there's one that just wants everything her way. And when it doesn't happen, you will make life miserable for everybody. <laughs> so you put a bunch of a, a bunch of girls in a confined space and it, there's going to be drama. Well, the uh, pregnant women just get angry. Pregnant women? They, they, yeah, they want to come and hang out with their friends. I understand that. But they're going to spend an... They, didn't think ahead of the you're on a bus for an hour and a half with a bunch of people that are getting drunk. And well, it's, a, it's like a bachelorette party. So, so girls that get married have married friends, that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, there's always probably, seems like for some reason there's always at least one pregnant woman. And obviously she's going to have a hard time because she's not drinking. You yeah. know how annoying it is to be around a bunch of drunk people if you're not drinking? It is. Super annoying. So she's annoyed already at her friends. She's pissed off. She's also moody because she's pregnant, <laughs> you know? Uh, the only thing worse than that is when people have joint bachelor bachelorette parties. Oh, if they're together. Oh, you do that? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. Don't. You shouldn't. So I tell people every time I, like when I was booking trips and everything like that, I'm like, they're talking about bachelor and bachelorette parties because it's not the bachelor and bachelorette that are going to cause the problems. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that both of them together, that means they're going to be bringing male and female guests. Generally, a couple of those male and female guests are dating mm -hmm. or, you know, usually it's not a problem with married people, but they're dating and they're fighting. You know what I mean? Because they're both drunk and, and they were pissed off at each other because a week ago he did this or that, you know, and, and this reminds her of something, oh, and you know, and all you got, that kind of got, stuff. And you got to play Joy Springer from your driver's seat. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, or just people I've literally had to tell, quit touching the radio. They, You don't like this music, but the people that paid for it do. You know, it's just a weird thing people get when they get drunk. They, Yeah, I mean, I mean, just uh, ask any of my DJ friends. They'll tell you they get the stupidest requests, and people just coming up to them and asking for the same song over and Can over again. Can you play again. the Macarena? Oh, <laughs> please. Well, if you paid me, I'd play whatever you want. I, don't, I mean, it's, Yeah, I know, but it, it's, it's just that you got too many too many uh, uh, people, too many opinions, too many yeah. tastes. So many different tastes, and then people are like, no, oh, I want to hear this. No, I want to hear that. I, I've had to assign basically assigned seats before. Assigned seats? Oh, yeah. You sit over here. You sit at least four people away from that people person. If I see you talking about talking to them again, it's over. You know, I've had to say. So it is maybe sitting in a way. Cause oh, you're sometimes. Like <laughs> at times it is. It, it's, it's embarrassing, you know, and it's sometimes how bad it gets. My best trips a lot of times are small town proms. Man, those are so cake. They're yeah. so happy to have the bus. They're, you know, going on this little adventure. Yeah. It's completely, you know, simple. I love, uh, like, the 40-something-year-old, like, birthday parties. Like, Those when a guy, a guy surprises his wife. Because these people, they have kids. Yeah. You know, they have families. And uh, they don't get out much. So that's the reason they're hiring a bus to bring them from Round Rock or Georgetown or Kyle or something like that. Mm -hmm. Is because they don't get out much. Neither do their friends. So they actually get to go out and let loose. And it's, it's not just cool to see that we get to be part of that. But the really cool thing is, is they're just funny. You know what I mean? It's, these are people that haven't been out in yeah, but when a they, decade or so. Yeah, but when they, is it, you get the people that have been out in a long time, and when they do, they go fucking crazy. It and, happens. I mean, but they're usually, they, they can rein it back in a little bit. That's a different you know? kind of crazy than we're used to dealing with 21-year-olds. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. That is, 
um, anything else that like pisses you off, or or that you actually really enjoy? Well, I mean, for the most part, it's a blast. It really is a great job for the most part because mm -hmm. it's people in a good mood. They're wanting to party, you know. And it's, I've done it enough that I know where to take you. I, you know, I know what you, you know, get to, a feel of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You know, we did one for this guy's 60th birthday, and that was 60. Yeah, they were started to do just wine tours because he was trying to keep it kind of Mr. McGee. I booked that trip. Yeah, and they were trying to keep it low key, but it was too low key. So he's like, you know, they were doing these wine tours and we we're coming back. And he's like, look, I don't really want to do another winery. I want to go somewhere fun. I was like, well, let's go to Moon Tower. You know, and I just took him over to Moon Tower and it ended up being exactly what he wanted. I knew it would be. They wanted, a, they wanted to be able to get away from people if they wanted to, but have that atmosphere too. Right. Because they started getting the music going. And once they got a little buzz, they were fine. You know, so I knew where to take them. And that part's fun. When you're dropping them off and they're like, man, I wish I had another hour. You know, and I was like, well... I don't have anything to do, so if you want to pay for it, we can do it. Oh, you, you can know? extend? You can yes. extend the yeah, time? We, the general rule is 30 minutes before you want to extend, I need to know about it. Yeah. Because my driver needs to know. Well, an extra extra time's not always available. Yeah. Right. Well, but when it is, we'll try to oblige. You know, people are having a good time. We want to help them keep having a good time. And, I mean, we have some concerns we have to worry about, like, if the driver has, you know, been on, how long they've been on. You know, they need breaks. Yeah. So we have to keep that in consideration, but that's usually pretty easy around here. You know, we're not going, you know, the longest trip we'll do here is about 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And they've taken, you know, a break. They've got their break from the wheel, well, many, many times because they've dropped people off. Right. But sometimes they got something to do in the morning, so they, they can't necessarily go another hour. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, a lot of times you can. It's, it's easy money, you know. That's, a, you know, an extra, extra Keep it hour. going. Yeah, keep, keep the party going. Uh, can you pick up random people off the street? That's uh, left up off to the, to the you know, the group. Um, so, you know, you see people like ah, crazy. Come on, I won't, come on, I won't let the them bus. on. You yeah, know, it's um, never nothing good ever comes out of that. <clears throat> they can step one foot in, in and look. I don't let them any further than that. Okay, uh, I've had too many instances of people sneaking on. Oh yeah, and you know, one girl that was she was hot, so I thought the dude brought her on. You know, mm -hmm. she was cute, but she ended up being completely crazy and just like stole somebody's camera and was like taking. <laughs> She was taking like upskirt pictures of people, and and I dropped her off at a, a Burger King where she promptly got in someone's car and tried to start it because she thought she was in her car. You know, that one was pretty weird. I was like, dude, she was hot. I dude, thought, you I guys should have like chronicles of your adventures and shit. Well, we, that, well, we're here now. So well, I know. Yeah. I'm, don't get me wrong. This is great. <laughs> this is great. But like, like uh, this is the weekly, the weekly adventure. Like we have this 60 year old guy who got fucked up. He brought his grandma. I don't know. Whatever. Well, people confuse party buses. They don't know which one's theirs, which is bewildering to me. How you don't know which bus? And I had one poor kid get on my shuttle, and I didn't see him, and he sat right behind me. Uh -huh. So I never saw him, and he passed out. So I dropped everybody off, and then I got up, I parked a little bit, and I go ahead and I throw all the empties away mm -hmm. so they don't spill over and get all over the place. And I just clean up, turn my lights off, and drive home. But I saw this kid, and I was like, "Which building are you in?" He's like, uh, something, something, something over on, like he said, Wonderland Drive, or not Wonderland, Wonder World Drive. That's in San Marcos. I was like, oh, buddy. <laughs> <You get> <laughs> <laughs> How, one, how'd you get on here, and why didn't you say something when we were headed north, you know? He's like, oh, I passed out. He's like, you're going to take me to San Marcos, right? I'm like, no. I mean, I can if you want to give me 250 bucks, because that's what it's going to cost. <laughs> and you know, and he's like, "You want to give me? Can can you give me a cab and just wait here?" And, no, <laughs> I'll take you to the furthest place before my house, which was the Walmart on seventy one. Yeah, 
That's why I mean I dropped him off right there. I mean he's a sad puppy dog, but you know he's like, well, how much is a taxi gonna be? It was 150 bucks, man. Shit. So, you know I, I'm a lot more careful now. I don't. Now, that was because I got off the bus to smoke a cigarette and I wasn't looking. Now I stand in front of the bus and I, even when they're talking to me, because my regulars want to talk with me. Yeah. You know I mean I'm there every week, so we talk all the time. So but I still have to. I just have to watch it. This has been four years of learning. To yeah, get I'm sure, man. Today. I'm sure, like, trial and error, just like, okay, uh, no more people, you know, banging on the door. No more people bringing random-ass people or anything. Uh, people would constantly try. The, the Black Beauty had an extra door, and we took it off because people were would try to open it constantly. They'd yeah, we'd be stuck in traffic. People would be just yanking on it. We, we screwed it shut. People just yanked the screws out. They're just drunk people just trying to get in for who knows why. Like, I don't know what the heck is going through people's minds sometimes. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, yeah. that's all there is. I mean, so if, if, if I wanted to, um, so I'll come up with a scenario that I would want to, if I just want an errand, say, hey, I'm on, we're on our way to a party, but oh, shit, we need to stop. At the liquor store, we need to stop at Walmart to buy some stuff. Oh, that that happens a lot. I oh, mean, that's that's it? how we usually handle bathroom breaks, also. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So you know, by then I'm gonna have a couple. We need somewhere. We gotta go to the bathroom. We we need beer. We and that's you know I'll find a specs and I'll pull up to a specs. Mm-hmm. You know and just drop them. Let them. You know. Okay, you got 20 minutes. You know. Or at night we'll just take them to a gas station, truck stop kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be, so people can hire other people, like uh, strippers, dancers. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, people hire for servers, you know, body painted. I mean, we've done it for our own parties, but you can do that. They've hired strippers. Yeah, we, we work with a company that can locate you, that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, those poles, man, got to be used all the time, don't they? And yeah. maybe by professionals, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is dope, man. That is dope. Uh, so what's the um, – so I, was, I saw on the website it was, I think, 150 to 200 bucks or something like that. 150 to 250 an hour. Um, on general weekends and stuff like that, uh, the 42 passenger, if you divide it out by number of people and stuff like that, it's about 20 bucks a person or, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, the, it's two fifty an hour for the, for the 42 passenger party wagon. And it's one fifty per hour for the, uh, 28 passenger black beauty too. I like the after party thing. That's a good idea. Especially if you put a bunch, bunch of people together and say, Hey, we're, you know, we we'll always spend some money downtown, but. You want to keep it going? Can you load the bus beforehand? Oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah, oh. definitely. Uh, I mean, when you really look at it, most of the time you can do a whole night, six or eight hours for 20 to 40 bucks a person. Yeah, which is, which is about what you, you you're going to spend that easily if not one more. way on a cab. Well, depends on which bar you're going to, but I spend that on like two drinks. 40 bucks? Yeah, well, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, okay. You're fancy. That's different. There's... Austin, people are cheap in this in the city. Not as much anymore because a lot of people are coming from you know out of town and they're used to paying more for stuff. But for the most part, uh, people don't want to spend that much money. But it's a it's a great alternative, seriously. Well, hangar lounge, you know, right, like I they said, like to charge a lot for their drinks. I yeah. think the best parties are the guys that pick bars that are a distance away yeah. from each other. Because I mean, I've had guys that just they've been on the bus a total of twenty minutes. I was all downtown. I I mean, I picked you up at a hotel downtown, dropped you <laughs> off at a bar. Came back an hour and a half later, got you, dropped you off at another bar, 10 minutes away. You know, I don't understand that to me. Now, we're happy to do it. I'll do it all day. Yeah. I don't mind. But, I mean, the first, it was a group of ladies, it was a bachelorette party, and they just picked, I was like, why are these so far apart? And I was like, oh, they want to be on the bus. 
And they had the they, that is still probably the premier trip I've ever. They had the most fun because they were on the bus for you know anywhere from twenty to forty minutes uh-huh. in the bar for forty to forty five minutes, and then they've got downtown at a re, you know eleven thirty and spent the rest of the time down there. But they still went to different you know they went they so if, used the bus. If 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 I'm bar hopping and I'm like say you drop me off I don't know in front of uh, J Blacks whatever mm-hmm. right, and then we decide oh well we're gonna walk to some other spot then we have to call you up and say hey by the way we're gonna be at uh, meet us up in front of uh, I don't know another bar uh, in front of the W mm-hmm. so they have to call you up and say hey I'm going over there or how do you yeah generally I'm gonna call you when I get there and tell you I'm here you mm-hmm. know cause I get there at the book time you'll be outside 15 minutes later starting to load people waste a lot of time just not loading up yeah you know if, if you if you call, want me at 4 be ready at four. That, you know, get on the bus and get out. Because that's the big way. I mean, people waste an hour and a half. I've sat for two hours at people's houses just sitting there. You know? Because they, Watch the girls getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you just got a big group of people. Yeah. You know? And I, even those, you know, if you got one guy running late and he lives up, you know, lives down south and you're headed that way, we'll just pick him up on the way. Yeah. You know? But generally, I, I'd say, you know, we have your itinerary here. If anything changes from that, Give me 15 minutes. Because yeah, I never know downtown know. where what's going to happen. It right. could be a wreck, pedicabs just get in front of me and won't get out of the way, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. Or I just can't get parking right now. I can't get in front, you mm-hmm. know. So I'll be like, it's okay, instead of the W, I'll meet you at Lambert's or whatever, you know, right, or right. somewhere else that's really close. Or I'll be right around the block because that's, you know, opposite directions there. Because I don't, we don't like to dump off. We like to dump off on the curb. Yeah. I, I will go the other way, but I, you know, I got to stand out there and make sure nobody's going to hit you, you know? So, I mean, we usually know where you're going and yeah, we can change it up. People, a lot of people go to rainy, want to get dropped off at rainy street. Don't like the vibe there. So they want to go somewhere else or, mm-hmm. you know, West six is where they want to go, you know, or we drop you off on one end of sixth street and then you say, okay, pick us up at the other end of sixth street, you know, after they see a couple bars, things like that. Yeah, that's fine. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's pretty much up to the customer as long as they don't act a fool. Or well, anything. yeah, just yeah. let us know where you need to be picked up. You know, we don't want to leave anybody. And, you know, a lot of people freak out because these people aren't here. And I'm like, well, I'll just go take you. I can go back and get them. It's five minutes. Or they can just take a pedicab for five bucks. Yeah. You know, it's not a worry. But generally, they have my number. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're in contact with me, and you know, I'll let you know before. If I'm dropping you off and I've got to go take a break or go to the bathroom or something like that, I'll say, okay, this one's going to be 30. You know, they forget all the time but still you know it's usually give me about 15 minutes and i'll be there do you guys get the party too no well no. i mean we well can, if you're well, not driving of course yeah. i'm not We're saying you're driving and you're in the back partying with everybody uh, nobody wants that but oh they do they try all the time yeah oh. come back and have a drink i won't tell your boss i am the boss what are you <laughs> they, they people slip me you know hand me a cup full of beer and while i'm driving you know i'm driving them and they're handing me beer and i was like no dude i can't you know, like, no, it's okay, man. You'll drive straight. And I was like, yeah, Just it's drive okay. straight? Well, <laughs> what they don't realize is the cop smells it on me. Yeah. I go to jail for a DDY. It's a zero, it's a zero tolerance. Yeah. My, I'm .04 on my own personal vehicle mm-hmm. because of my license. If they smell it on me while I'm working, I'm going to jail. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, but let's say you were, you have one, another one of your drivers driving and then you oh. get the... Yeah. Party in the back, right? Oh, yeah. We've thrown a couple parties, but in the four years that we've had the company, I've 
and that was my plan. I planned on partying on this thing, getting it to take me outside out all the time. But once I realized how expensive it was to get it out yeah. and, and going, I, I think we've maybe thrown two to three actual parties the whole time we've had the company. We'll do maybe you know like a Halloween here and there. I mean, maybe once a year we'll throw a party mm-hmm. that we go on. Um, and one of those was appreciation party for the people that helped us build it out. Oh. And I ended up having to drive for that because the driver we we booked canceled on us. Oh, that sucks. Which is horrible. I mean, uh, the the worst ones like you know the big drinking one. You know, we just had Cinco de Mayo, St. Patrick's Day, uh, Halloween, Mardi Gras, all those big. Uh, those are usually okay. The bad ones are South by and ACL. You just can't get around. Yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah. It's. We don't, I mean, we try for the most part just to avoid all that. Yeah. Even, even some of the football games, you yeah. know, when people want to go to tailgates and stuff, it just takes so long to get anywhere. Yeah, try to go down Guadalupe during a, if, you know, a yeah, home yeah. game. It's just, and they insist. It's like, no, 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 go that way. We want to. But, oh, did, did they give you, did they tell you where to go? They try, yeah. You know, and so <laughs> then when you're halfway on there, they're, you know, hey, well, take this side street over here. And I was like, can't, no through trucks. Yeah. Well, and we've got a uh, for, uh, sorority shuttle during the UT home games and stuff like that, and, and they need the big bus in a lot of those sit- situations. So we've got this big old bus that takes a lot of space to move around. Campus has these small little roads in the first right, place. Right. Plus, you add all that traffic to it, it just kind of makes it a nightmare. It'd be a little quicker to and walk. The, and the construction. There's literally places where I have to take up everybody's space, or I yeah. can't. I can't fit. You know, or I, I there's a one spot where they had construction up just to get under the light. I had to go the wrong way through the light to curve back around. So you know, it so gets hairy. At this point, you pretty much get business every week. Every we're, much, we're every constantly yeah, we're constantly Const- booked. Yeah, if somebody wants to to book, like I I can find you whatever you need. If I don't have a bus to fit your needs, I'll find you something. Uh-huh. Uh, we've developed a a, a, a portfolio of. Uh, other buses that we can work with and things like that. But if you want to book on my buses specifically, I would recommend two to four weeks in advance. Okay. Uh, unless it's during prom season, then a month to two months in advance. Yeah, which is right now. Right now. Uh, the kids. All right, we've been talking for an hour for an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Kind of went quick. I told you. Yeah. I told you, man. No kidding. That's how it goes. Uh, so it's time for a little game. It's not, well, I was asking you random ask questions and you tell me. Um, we just did Cinco de Mayo. I mean, how did you celebrate? Do you guys do anything? I drove. <laughs> oh shit! What'd you do? Uh, I worked on stuff at the house. I just moved into a new house, and uh, I've got a uh, a housewarming party coming up, and everything. I had to kind of get everything going in the. Yeah, game that's right. Room. Congrats on that, man. Thanks. Uh, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is about? Mexican Independence Day. No, that's what everybody says. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. I just started a- any that idea, out. Sean. I would say it has something to do with the 5th of May. <laughs> yes, actually. Glad you ask. Uh, it's, it's actually, it celebrates uh, uh, the Mexican army victory over the French. I had heard that on a trivia. I totally forgot about it. It was, I think, on a bus trip. Everybody thinks it's an Independence Day. Independence, the Mexican, the Mexico's Independence Day is September 16th. Uh, but, uh, yeah, everybody thinks it's Independence Day. So now you know. You can throw that one in if you want. Yeah, if, you, if, you, if you want to act smart at a party, say, hey, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is for? Uh, if um, if you ran your own bar, what would be your number one rule? It don't say make money and that people have a good time. I already know that. Number one rule for the customers or number one rule for... For the people who, who go in there. Don't be a cunt. 
<laughs> you should have like, like, welcome to Bar Roberts to Bar Chris. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> that's that's it. That's I mean, well, what I tell my shuttle is just act like an adult. You can have fun. You can go crazy. Just act like an adult. Mm-hmm. You know. But cool. yeah, my fun. number one rule would be tip your bartenders. Well, yeah, that, that goes. <laughs> that without falls saying. right under my rule. No, <laughs> actually, my my rule would be. Um, if there's a dance floor and you're not and you're on it and you're not dancing, you're getting kicked the fuck out. Fair enough. That'd be my rule. <laughs> well, especially for you. I've, well, I know I've seen that, you dance. I know that that's my biggest pet peeve. Is people just stand there. I said we don't need a tower in the middle of the dance floor. Get the fuck <laughs> out. Anyway, um, if you're off on a Friday night or Saturday night, uh, where do you usually go? Just to give people a little insight on where you hang out. If people want to catch you somewhere. Uh, I'm very rarely off on those days, so generally I'm on the Harley riding just to different spots and grabbing a drink and, you know. Now, where do you hang? You go downtown? You go stay up north? You um, go south? Where do you hang? When I lived down south, I stayed around, uh, you know, I didn't usually go much further past South Congress. You know, I'd, I'd hit basically hit bike night spots, you know. Yeah. Um, now, for the most part. What are some of the bike spots then? Um, Docs does a bike night. Um, I just. Black uh, sheep. I go there. You know, I stop in there. Um, see, oh. pretty much any place I ride by and see a bike, I just pull in just to look. There, at the there's bike. one uh, that just happened. I think it was, I think it was Monday. It said it's called Twenty Two Eleven. It's on East Side Weberville. They have hmm. like they had like a whole bike thing. People pull up in their bikes. I know the uh, the owner is a good friend of mine. Uh, I think it's called Bar Twenty Two Eleven, something like that. It's on the East Side. Weberville. Yeah, and then like Thursdays or is you know, it's not really a club, but Twin Peaks does one and it's half price appetizers, you know. So yeah. that's why I'm there. I can park up front and eat cheap, you know. Nice. <laughs> what about you? Uh well typically we're both working on weekends. If if I have a bus out, I've got to be available in case anything happens on that bus. I gotta handle the customer, I gotta handle okay, okay, yeah, buses. Yeah, but if I was business yeah. shit. if I was off <laughs> Yes. Uh if I was off I'd probably, you know, be at the domain. Uh, Somersault or the park. That's what you uh, Or down at Lambert's uh, on 2nd Street. Lambert's is you do delicious. That a lot. Yeah, I do that a lot. It's delicious. I mean, we'll, we'll still run the thing. Yeah, well, we'll from a distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah our, buddy, our buddy took over Will's position managing the top. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's yeah, Lambert's a great is place. Delicious, delicious. And you, you catch just off the wall shows out of nowhere. You know, that yeah, you wouldn't think true. you'd play it, you see in that venue. Yeah. I mean, when. I were actually used to work there. I was a door guy there, uh-huh. but I still every year go back to. I work Devin the Dude show. I'm the I stand on the stage. My primary job is just to pass the joint, you know, up to the <laughs> stage <laughs> to, Devin, and back, yeah. <laughs> to keep the people off of there. But I mean, really, all I'm doing is just sitting there, you know. But I always go back. It's the one time a year that place doesn't smell like barbecue. Nice. The only time. Nice, nice. A couple of weeks ago, I actually caught uh, before they started their tour, Young the Giant, in that little bitty area. You know what I mean? That was just a, an amazing show, nice. almost like a once in a lifetime thing. They're they're getting huge. There's no way you're gonna see them in a in a venue that small again. Oh, there you go, guys. Lambert second in Guadeloupe. Go check it out. The barbecue is delicious too. You got you gotta you gotta try it. All right, last question is about the previous show. Do you know why Chris Proper that I had on the mm-hmm. show? Uh, why did they give most death a right to Houston? Do you remember? Oh man, and I. Thought I was paying attention because I knew I was going to probably get asked something. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, geez. I was listening to that yesterday. Of course, I, I was having. I actually issues. remember hearing that part, but I don't remember what it was about. 
he was it a sim uh, to do like a a lecture? No, that was no. Uh, that was uh, not uh, Karis one that you yeah did yeah the lectures no, with. yeah he uh, uh, his baby mama was giving birth okay. in Houston right after the show and Chris was like I'll give you a ride to Houston so he drove most of <laughs> to Houston after the show anyway. Crazy story. If you if you haven't uh, go back and uh, listen to the whole show, I think Chris has some really good stories. And that's it. Um, any plugs? I mean, the website, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Well, yeah, everybody follow us on Twitter. It's at ATX Bus Adventure, and uh, on Facebook, we're just Facebook backslash Austin Bus Adventures. Uh, we love friends. We keep you updated on all the events. We do events throughout the year, probably about four a year. Mm-hmm. Um, this week, I'm going to be at Rumi's Tavern in Jonestown on Thursday. Yeah, go see him and fuck with him. He's going, he's going to be bartending. I'm, I'm the guest bartender there this Thursday. Uh, okay, he's trying to out. cheat and make sure it's all his friends that are there. Yeah, yeah. right, right. I'm, I'm also, hey, if you listen to this and you live in the area, go check it out. Look look for, I don't know, how would I describe you? Just ask, ask for Sean and say, I want Sean to serve me and ask for... Some crazy ass drink that nobody knows. Yeah, ask for the date rape or the roofie colada. Those are my specialty cocktails. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice, nice. Cool, cool. Anything else you guys want to? No, I think we're. That's good. Hey, uh, back, I want to thank you for having us. Uh, listeners, I really appreciate you guys listening, especially if you made it this far. It was fun talking, and I hope it was just as fun listening. Yeah. I still got to plug all the stuff that's going on this weekend. So let's see. Thursday at uh, Barcelona. Lottie Dottie's happening with You Love I, uh, Get Slice, Significant Brothers, all hip-hop, booty music, and R&B. No cover, of course. Uh, Friday um, is the Pachanga Fest kickoff at Empire, uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, so outside is Peligrosa. If you guys never heard Peligrosa, it's like the Wu-Tang Clan. Orion. Of, yeah, yeah, I call them the Wu-Tang Clan of DJs. They have like fucking 20 DJs on that crew. <laughs> Um, so that's outside. Inside is a bunch of bands, uh, Gobi, La Vida Boheme, a bunch of them. So it's 10 bucks. It's worth it because Pachanga Fest is this weekend. So all Latin stuff. Uh, Saturday during the day is the, let's see if I've seen this right, Praia Urbana, which is like an EDM festival mm-hmm. at Summit. So uh, it's all EDM thing at 2 o'clock. Uh, DJ Jamon, Jason Jenkins, Toddy B., and then headliner is this uh, guy named Seven Fisher. I don't know much about the EDM world, really, but it's huge. It's, it, they do it every year. It's it's a lot of fun. That's a great venue. That's a place I would be at yeah. if I wasn't working. And it's during the day, so you know, ten to uh, nine or something like that. Or um, and that's twenty bucks. You can get them online. There's only a few left, guys. So hurry up if you want to be part of that. And then at night, uh, Rise Against the Storm is performing at Holy Mountain. Uh, that's uh, over on 7th Street, uh, East 7th, and between Red River and 35. So it's right against the storm, Magna Carta, DJ Darth Vina, and Holiday Mountain. Uh, eight bucks pre-sale, 10 bucks at the door. Go check that out. Support your local artists. Support your local businesses. Austin Bus Adventures. And look, this, they're doing a great job. It, I didn't know shit about this. Now I know. I hope you guys uh, got to learn a lot about the whole party bus thing. And uh, be safe out there, and you know, grab a bus instead of driving. And I yeah, you don't crazy. have to drive drunk. It's exactly, just... it's it's too much. It's not worth it. There's too many people dying because of that. So, uh, check these guys out. AustinBusAdventures.com, right? Yep. Yep. Sure. Easy enough. And uh, that's it. Uh, make sure you share on Twitter, Facebook, uh, comment. Let me know what you think. 
Uh, we've got some, a bunch of good guests coming up uh, all uh, May and June. And uh, let me know what you think. You can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, go to the website. Let me know what you think. And that's it. That's all I got. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao.